Hello everybody, I'm Vicky and you're listening to Tofu Thoughts. So welcome to the very first episode of Tofu Thoughts. I'm Vicky and I'll be sharing my life with you on this podcast. So the reason why I started Tofu Thoughts was because I feel like everyone has their own story to tell. And we're all kind of different, but at the same time, we can relate to each other's stories. So I hope that everyone listening can relate to my weird, crazy stories or just super normal, but to me, very embarrassing (laughs) stories. And I hope that inspires you to share your own story as well. So I thought that would be really fun that I kind of talked about me in this first episode. That sounds so like self-centered and narcissistic. I'm so sorry. I am not that type of person. I thought that it would be really fun if I kind of talked about my personality type, um, like my MBTI, my Enneagram, and my Zodiac signs with you so you can get to know me. Honestly, I do believe in Zodiac signs and personality types. I feel like they are really accurate. I mean, it could totally just be me being like, oh yeah, this is definitely me just because someone said that it was like me. Um, I'm pretty sure that's like a psychology concept. Don't really remember much from psychology class. I'm so sorry, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's a psychology concept. So let's talk about zodiac signs first. Honestly, I love following those like zodiac sign Instagrams, like, you know, glossy zodiac or something like that. And it just has such cute aesthetic pictures with just stuff about your sign and I just learned so much about the different signs on there and it's really really fun. So let's talk about the three big signs because I feel like that's what everyone talks about a lot. My sun sign is Leo and my moon sign is also Leo but my rising sign is Pisces. Honestly I've just like I've mostly looked at my sun sign Leo but if I gotta be honest I have no idea what like moon signs and rising signs are for and so I kind of searched it up and according to Harper's Bazaar and what's the other one (laughs) so sorry and mindbody.io your sun sign dictates your personality while your moon sign is like it represents your emotions and your inner mood and then your rising sign is kind of how people perceive you kind of like that and your outward kind of thing so rising signs outward and then moon sign is inward that's kind of the information that I gathered and so for my sun sign and Leo let's read some about my personality. So 
they say that like oleos are generally like hard working um they're loyal they're like super creative they're like leaders all that like super amazing stuff if i gotta be honest i don't think that i'm leader material of course i like bossing people around but I don't know if I'm bossing people around in the correct direction. So I don't think that I'm a lot like Leo, but I'm really happy that there's so many like nice stuff about them, like creativity. They're like super passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, humorous. I like to think that I am very passionate. Like there's stuff that if I love it, I'll like love it with all my heart and I'll chase it with all like with everything that I have. So I am very, very passionate, creative. I like to think that I'm creative because that's kind of like the only good aspect that I have of myself. But yeah, I like to think that I'm creative. I feel like I can make use with what I have and I can just I love like artsy and crafty type of stuff so yeah I guess I would be creative that's why I feel like I don't know if it's actually accurate or if it's just me saying it because it's written there you know but yeah those are Leo's strengths and then their weaknesses are um that they're arrogant stubborn self-centered lazy and inflexible I am very lazy. Like when I'm lazy, I just don't want to do anything and I literally don't get anything done. And that's why I procrastinate so much is because I'm so lazy. I'm like, I don't want to do this project. Like it's due in what, a month? Yeah, I have a month to do it. But I always, always end up doing it like the day before, which is so bad. Arrogant. I'm not really sure if I'm arrogant. I feel like I'll have to ask other people to see if I'm arrogant, but I don't think I am. At least I hope I don't come off as arrogant. Um, I feel like I am very, very stubborn. Um, once I set my mind to do something, like literally no one can change it unless I just decide to change. But literally no one can change like my choice because it's my decision and I'm going through with it like I'm actually very very stubborn and that's one of my biggest weaknesses I don't really think that I'm self-centered actually I kind of am like sometimes I feel like everything is about me like when people I'm like always you know worrying that other people are talking about me or whatever but honestly I don't think anyone really cares <laughs> so yeah maybe I am kind of self-centered I don't think that I'm inflexible though I'm really accepting of change and honestly if nothing changes and everything stays the same I don't like it so I feel like I am a very flexible person in this aspect and then for what else is there Oh yeah, so it has like what Leo's like. Let's see if I like these things. 
Um, apparently, Leo likes theater, taking holidays, being admired, expensive things, bright colors, fun with friends. Yeah, I like those things, but I feel like a lot of people would like that too. Honestly, I really do like theater. Like, I remember in elementary school, I would try out for like the parts for every single play, but I never got any parts. I think I'm such a bad like actress, so I could never be an actress, which is so sad because it looks like such a fun job. Um, Leo dislikes being ignored, facing difficult reality, not being treated like a king or a queen. Honestly, I don't feel like people need to treat me like a queen because, you know, you should treat yourself like a queen, like self-love, like really treat yourself like a queen, okay? Being ignored. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of used to it, but sometimes it does get frustrating if no one's listening to you um, and facing difficult reality. I feel like we all have to face something that's difficult and of course like a lot of people dislike it but you know it's part of life so that's that okay so I feel like I've talked so long about my sun sign that I should move on to my moon sign honestly my moon is also in Leo so there's I'm pretty sure there's not really much of a difference Honestly, what does that mean? Is that a good thing if your moon and sun is in Leo? Does that mean that I'm very, like, what's the word? Like, same on, on, like, all aspects of my personality? Maybe that is. Not really sure. Um, oh, okay, right here it says, Moon and Leo people are not necessarily outgoing. That's honestly true because I'm an introvert, but people are always like, yeah, Leos are like super outgoing and they like having parties and talking with literally everyone and being around a lot of people. Honestly, I do like being around a lot of people, but I don't necessarily like talking to them because I get really, really tired when I have to talk to a lot of people. Like it literally drains me. Um, Lunar and Leos often feel a need to organize and even control their families and friends. Yeah, I kind of get that because sometimes I want everything to be a certain way and I want everything to be done like according to when I want to do it kind of thing. And sometimes I don't really think about other people. So yeah, that's really kind of bad. But honestly, kind of try to change that because like for me I don't like being controlled and I don't really like being told what to do so I don't feel like I should tell other people what to do because that's like hypocrisy yeah um yeah basically moon and leo it's very very similar to sun and leo so now let's look at our rising sign, which is Pisces. Where, wait, why did I say our? It's my <laughs> rising sign. It's Pisces. Honestly, if your rising sign is also Pisces, then I guess I could say our. But yeah. Okay, so it says, 
Go with the flow seems to be a Pisces rising motto. Motto. Is it? Yeah, motto. Let me restate that. Go with the flow seems to be a Pisces rising motto. Okay, yeah, that's totally me. Because, like I said before, I'm very flexible with change. I love change. And honestly, whatever happens, I feel like it's meant to happen. So I just go with it. And try not to be super sad about it. So, yeah, I just kind of go with whatever. Like, I try to plan ahead. But most of the times, plans don't unfold as you want it to be. So, I've kind of learned over the years to just go with the flow. Like, just go with whatever happens. Don't try to plan too much ahead. Just kind of make decisions once like something arises and then do that um and I feel like that's something that probably scares a lot of people but I don't I feel like it's something that's inevitable so might as well just accept it and kind of go along with it Pisces rising people walk around with their heads in the clouds and even when you do have their attention their dreaminess is almost always apparent I do like to describe myself as like I have my heads in the clouds because I feel like I'm always focused on something that's not reality. I always think of like something else and where I'd rather be and yeah, honestly I really like it because sometimes reality is just so, you know, it's like you don't want to really be right here and you'd rather be at the beach or like wherever and under the sun or like under your umbrella covering yourself from the sun yeah like you'd rather just be somewhere else and it's really really nice pisces rising people often possess an irresistible charm that comes on in a quiet way with a soft aura about them both their appearance and mannerisms are usually quite intriguing to others this, I am not really sure. Am I very charming? I don't think so. As like, you know, because your rising sign is kind of how like people perceive you kind of thing. Or like what you project outwards. I feel like I'll have to ask other people if this is correct. So honestly, I can't really tell if like Pisces rising is me or not but I feel like it's mostly accurate <laughs> now let's move on to um, my MBTI I've taken the MBTI test like three times and I got INTJ for all three times so I'm pretty sure that's very consistent in my personality and I was really surprised to see that I was like 72% introverted. Like, I thought that I had that little part of me that was very extroverted and, you know, because I like being in crowds and a lot of people. But I guess that I'm really truly introverted. So yeah. But yeah, the I stands for introverted and stands for intuitive, um, T, thinking, J judging and then I am INTJT so my identity is turbulent. I haven't really looked 
a lot about INTJ, but I remember in like ninth grade or something in freshman year, we had to write something about our personality test and I honestly thought that this was really accurate for me. Okay, so let's look at the strengths and weaknesses first. So INTJs are architects, so architects. Okay, honestly, my pronunciation is really bad for some words. I am so sorry. Like English is not my first language, so don't come attacking me unless you're bilingual too or trilingual in my case. No, I'm actually not like usually petty like that. I'm literally kidding. Please don't be offended. I'm so sorry. Anyways, so strengths and weaknesses. For strengths, architects are rational, so they pride themselves on their mind. Um, for them, nearly any situation can become an opportunity to expand their knowledge and hone their rational thinking skills. Yes, I agree with that. Because whenever I watch a drama, I'm like, this is a learning experience for me. I am learning from this drama about how they solve crimes and how I'll use this knowledge to solve math problems. That's literally my way of thinking. I'm not even kidding you. I spent like like so much time watching dramas before tests and that was kind of my excuse. So I mean, I honestly didn't do bad on my tests, but like still I should have been studying. Um, oh yeah, architects are very independent. That is so true. So they're self-motivated. And honestly, I agree with that. Um, I don't get motivated by like external rewards or whatever. Like I literally don't get anything for good grades or anything. So I basically just do stuff to make myself proud. Because <laughs> honestly, I feel like my parents don't really care. <laughs> Um, architects are determined. Yes, I am very determined. When I uh, set a goal, I want to accomplish it no matter what. Um, so yeah, that's very, very accurate. Um, architects are curious. I don't think that I am very curious because I am actually scared that whenever I learn something new, it just scares me. Like, when I like oh my gosh I just can't like in kind of like I took this health class and we had to learn like body anatomy and all that type of stuff and honestly at first I was very curious because you know it's interesting and I wanted a pathway or like a career in health science but then after I learned everything I just got scared so honestly like I kept like thinking that I had something wrong with me and all that type of stuff but honestly like there was nothing so yeah I don't really think that I'm curious oh but based on this description yeah I guess because architects are open to new ideas and yeah that's me they're skeptical yeah that's me with everything um they're especially drawn to offbeat or contra contrarian points of view that's actually me too. What the heck? This is so cool. But yeah, 
I am actually like always drawn to you know that kind of opinion that no one has because I'm like how come you guys don't have that opinion like it seems pretty like legit like why not but yeah that's kind of me they're versatile so they love diving into all sorts of challenges yeah because that's very interesting and makes life fun okay so now let's jump into the weaknesses that they're arrogant (laughs) another another arrogance type of thing so maybe my weakness is arrogance because that happened in my leo sign and also in my mbti so that could be very true um architects might be knowledgeable but they're not infallible their self-assurance can blind them to useful input from other people actually that could be it because for me when i chose my college people were a lot of people were like oh like why'd you choose to go like out of the country and they kept saying like all sorts of stuff and i was just like you just don't get it you don't get me so i just kind of stopped listening to them like maybe their input was useful but if i gotta be honest i don't think it was (laughs) see this could be like this totally could be my arrogance speaking like i don't know um dismissiveness of dismissive of emotions so for architects rationality is king but emotional context often matters more than people with this personality type care to admit that's honestly i'm not really sure architects can get impatient with anyone who seems to value feelings more than facts i actually value feelings a lot too because your feelings are valid like we might feel different things but all our feelings are valid they're overly critical yeah that's kind of mean um i am very critical with myself and sometimes i am critical of other people too but try i try not to let that like overpower my entire life oh this one's interesting romantically clueless my goodness i'm literally never gonna find a boyfriend this is so sad wow um yeah because they don't very you know get feelings so they don't really get romance and they kind of like don't understand what's going on in a relationship that's honestly kind of sad there goes my hopes of getting a boyfriend and being in a cute relationship like you see in all those dramas okay yeah i feel like intj is very it's like mostly accurate of me but i'm just saying that of everything okay so for now let's look at my enneagram honestly i've never really known too much about enneagrams um except for recently i was listening to the abg podcast i love the abg podcast so much and they were talking about their enneagrams and i was like oh what's mine 
So I took it. I actually took it twice. Once I took it um, at the start of quarantine and the second time I took it, I took it like really recently, like maybe like a month ago or something. And my top two, they are um, type five and type seven. Um, I think the first time that I took it, my type seven was my second highest but then the second time that I took it my type 7 was the highest so I guess we can say 7 is my main one since that one was the one that I took most recently and something that I thought was very very like interesting was you know how they have that diagram of the arrows and so it says that for type 7 um, if you go towards like growth or something, you'll be kind of like a type five. But however, if you look at type five, the arrow diagram, if you like go towards like a lot of stress and stuff, you'll be kind of like a type seven. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess like I can't really balance these two out. But I feel like if I talk about type five and type seven, that would be too much or too long so I'll just try to stick with seven and if I have more time I'll talk about type five too so type seven is that enthusiast and honestly I think the reason why I got this was because like I was just I'm just so optimistic I always like to look at the bright side of things and the positive side of things because like honestly there's really no point in delving in something that makes you unhappy and just makes you sadder and sadder like I just don't like that feeling at all so sevens are extroverted optimistic versatile and spontaneous okay I am super introverted but I feel like see a lot of my personalities kind of clash with each other because you know like Leos are known to be more extroverted like sevens I guess but um, INTJ is obviously, like, introverted, so I feel like maybe I do kind of have a balance where sometimes I want to be extroverted, and but most of the times I like to be introverted, so that's that, I guess. Um, also, they're playful, high-spirited, and practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. <laughs> They constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. At their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. So, yeah, about the impatience and impulsiveness, I am very impulsive, but I don't think it's in a bad way at least not yet because like whenever I decide to cut my hair I decide like the day of I'm like I want I'm gonna cut my hair like super duper short I don't care if it doesn't grow out or whatever like I'm gonna cut it I don't care if it doesn't look good I'm gonna cut it um impatience I actually wrote my college essay on impatience and now I kind of like I'm just scared to read it because I'm sure that it's like super bad like I can't 
So their basic fears of being deprived and in pain. Okay, if I gotta be honest, being in pain is such a human thing. And if you're not, like, if you don't go through pain at least once in your life, then you're not human, okay? So we just gotta, like, get through the pain and find the light at the end of the tunnel. That's kind of how I get through pain, at least. Um, their basic desire is to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. Oh my gosh, you don't even know. That's so accurate. Okay, so, like, ever since I decided to go to, like, whatever college, this certain college that I chose, I mean, I'm taking a gap year now, but um, I really, really wanted to go to that college, but a lot of people around me were like, are you sure? Like, I didn't really get a lot of support other than from, like, my dad and, like, I'm tearing up thinking about it anyways um but yeah I really wanted to have that type of support and I wasn't really content nor satisfied with what I got but then like one day like in the middle of the summer I was just thinking you know what it doesn't matter like not a lot of people support me like it's totally fine as long as I have myself and I'm happy with my choice and that made me really happy because I felt finally like satisfied I was like I'm so content and if you read like my journal entry that day I'm I just wrote that like I'm super happy like I am content with what I have and that was just such an amazing feeling like you don't even know um what else is there so their key motivations is that they want to maintain their freedom and happiness to avoid missing out on worthwhile experiences and to keep themselves excited and occupied and to avoid and discharge pain. Wow, oh my gosh, Miley Cyrus is a 7-2, that's so cool. Um, what? But yeah... I feel like everyone wants to be happy or I don't know if I can say that like is that offensive I don't know okay but at least I know that I do want to be happy and even from like a young age I was like I feel like success is being happy and so that's kind of like my goal in life but at the same time like you know you don't know like sometimes you do get sad but it's okay that's why you always have to look on the happy side of things that's probably why i'm a seven also okay so sevens are frequently um endowed with quick agile minds and can be exceptionally fast learners this is true both of their ability to absorb information and their ability to learn new manual skills Okay, I don't think this applies to me because I am a really slow learner. It takes me a while to catch up with other people, but then like once I catch up with other people, I become better than them. <laughs> that's I feel like that's kind of like how I feel because I remember when I started learning how to play the flute. I was a really slow learner and a lot of people could play notes but I was still trying to like 
you know, make a noise come out of the, you know, the flute kind of hole. You know, if you play the flute, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. But yeah, it took me a long time. But then like once I learned and I practiced a lot and then I got like a solo part, which I was super proud of, like look at me go furthermore as sevens speed up their pursuit of whatever seems to offer freedom and satisfaction they tend to make worse choices and they are less able to be satisfied because everything is experienced indirectly through the dense filter of their fast-paced mental activity the result is that sevens end up anxious frustrated and enraged with fewer resources available to them physically mentally or financially they may end up ruining their health, their relationships, and their finances, and their search for happiness. Okay, so basically it's telling you or telling me not to be super impatient and rush through everything. Because if I do do that, I'll just end up with like nothing. And that sounds so scary because... I hate feeling anxious and frustrated like those two are the two like emotions that I feel like a lot that I hate so I guess I gotta avoid that honestly reading a lot of these has helped me kind of realize that this does apply to me or it doesn't apply to me um and kind of like help me understand myself more because if I gotta be honest I don't really know a lot about myself and you know I'm still in the process of learning more about me and what makes me me so this was a very very fun and entertaining kind of episode I hope you guys liked it too um and yeah I hope you guys will listen again next Monday which will be the day that I upload this podcast. I'll try to upload every week on Mondays just so you guys can have kind of like a fun thing to look forward to at the start of the week because Mondays are not my favorite days. (laughs) But yeah, I hope you guys have a great day, night, or afternoon, wherever you are, and that you're staying safe and happy. Bye.